the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. The invading army will, will fall on the mountains of Israel, and that will make it difficult to recover the bodies and bury the bodies. The mountains of Israel are very rugged. Uh, and so they're, they're, what they're going to do, the government uh, will establish an agency to handle the search and recovery and burial of the bodies on the mountains uh, of, of Israel. In today's message, Pastor Dan will remind you that God is a just God. The Bible tells a prophecy where Israel is unjustly attacked by several other surrounding nations. In this prophecy, God will enact justice. He will defeat the oppressors of his people, the Israelites, and he will save the nation of Israel. While the injustice of our current world can seem incredibly overwhelming at times, we can rest in the fact that God loves justice. He fights for those who love him and need his help when they're treated unjustly. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel chapter 39 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. This invasion will come from uh, the far north. Far north of Israel is Russia. The invasion comes from Russia. They will invade, it says, the mountains of Israel. I mentioned this last time we were together, that up until 1967 with the Six Days War, the mountains of Israel belonged to the country of Jordan. There were no mountains of Israel. There were the mountains of Jordan, but there weren't the mountains of Israel. Uh, with the Six Days War in 1967, the mountains of Israel became part of the nation uh, of Israel. So that's only since 1967. Uh, so it's really only since 1967 that the stage has been set for the fulfillment uh, of this prophecy. Previous to that, we'd have to try to stretch it a little bit, and use our imagination and say, well, it could mean this, and it could mean that, and but not anymore. <laughs> Verse 3 says, then I will knock the bow out of your left hand and cause the arrows to fall out of your right hand. Speaking of the weaponry of this invading army. You shall fall upon the mountains of Israel, you and all your troops and the peoples who are with you. I will give you to birds of prey and of every sort and to the beasts of the field to be devoured, you shall fall on the open field, for I have spoken, says the Lord. God will stop this army on the mountains of Israel. So they're going to get into the country, they're going to invade, they're going to cross the border, and God will stop this invasion. He will cause the invading armies to fall 
on the mountains of Israel. Chapter 38 indicates God will send an earthquake to stop this invasion. And they will fall there on the mountains of Israel. God says in verse 4 that he will give their carcasses to the birds and to the beasts. Now let me ask you this. What if God was giving a prophecy? He's not. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But what if God were to give a prophecy like this about Maryland? And to say that I will cause the birds of the air and the beasts to devour the carcasses that will fall uh, on the hills of Howard County, Maryland. What birds come to mind? What beasts come to mind for us? Deer? <laughs> you know, like what, what, I mean, what would it be talking? It wouldn't really make sense for us is my point. We don't really have a lot of birds around here. Certainly not meat-eating birds. A lot of vultures, I suppose. As far as beasts of the field. But here he says this to Israel, uh, that the birds will come and devour the fallen soldiers on the mountains of Israel. The, the beasts will come. Uh, I've mentioned this in other studies before, uh, but every year, birds be- migrate through the land of Israel. Birds from Europe migrate down to Africa, and birds in Africa migrate up to Europe, and they pass through the land of Israel. Every year, over half a billion, with a B, birds migrate through the land of Israel. People travel to Israel to birdwatch. Uh, they don't just travel there to visit the Bible sites. There's a, there, you know, birdwatching is a big part of their tourism as well. So understand, when God says, I'm going to cause the birds of the air to come and feed on the, the carcasses, well, they, they've got half a billion birds that travel through Israel Every year, they're going to devour the fallen soldiers that will die on the mountains of Israel. Verse 6 gives us additional details about God's intervention. And I will, look what it says, and I will send fire on Magog and on those who live in security in the coastlands. Then they shall know that I am the Lord, that I am Jehovah. So note here with verse 6, not only will the invading armies fall on the mountains of Israel, but God will also send fire on their homelands, the homelands of those invading nations, and God will destroy their homelands, and they shall know that I am Jehovah. Those nations will know that this is the judgment of God. So not only is God going to Uh, supernaturally defeat the armies on the mountains of Israel, he's then going to rain down fire upon those nations that participate in this invasion and destroy those nations. And those nations will know that it's the Lord. They'll know that it's God. Now that doesn't mean that those nations will then repent and turn to God for forgiveness and salvation, but they will know God supernaturally intervened and God judged them for acting against God's people, Israel. So that brings us to verse 7. So I will make my holy name known in the midst of my people, Israel, and I will not let them profane my holy name anymore. Then the nation shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. Surely it is coming and it shall be done, says the Lord God, This is the day of which I have spoken. God's name will also be known in Israel as a result of this. 
the people of Israel will recognize that God intervened and saved them. And so a, a revival of sorts will take place in Israel as a result of God's supernatural intervention on their behalf. You know, today you go to Israel, you talk to many Israelis, they recognize God's hand in the founding of their nation in 1948. They recognize God's hand in delivering and defending their nation from the many invasions they've experienced since 1948. And and here, when this takes place, the people of Israel will recognize that it's God. And so, verse 9 Then those who dwell in the cities of Israel, watch what it says now, will go out and they'll set on fire and burn the weapons, both the shields and bucklers, the bows and arrows, the javelins and spears. And notice what it says, and they will make fires with them for seven years. They will not take wood from the field nor cut down any from the forest because they will make fires with the weapons, and they will plunder those who plundered them and pillage those who pillaged them, says the Lord God. It says here, the people of Israel, after this, these armies are defeated by God, the people will go out and they'll dismantle the military equipment that's just left out there on the battlefield. You know, there are several places in Israel today uh, where there are, there's weaponry from previous wars that's just abandoned and left there on the battlefield. And as you're driving through the nation, some, often you'll see just tanks off on the side of the road or military vehicles off on the side of the road. There's some places in Israel where they've turned uh, those military vehicles into artwork or a memorial. Uh, there's other places where you can, you can go and you can, you know, go into the military vehicles and go into the tanks and and that kind of thing. Uh, There's one place up on the Golan Heights that when we go to Israel as a group, uh, Mount Bental will always stop there. It's this beautiful location on top of a mountain. You can see, you know, into Syria. You can see a great distance from there. But it's an old military installation. Uh, And there's bunkers and tunnels underground and there's tanks you can get into and there's gun turrets you can sit in, and there's a little coffee shop there now where you can get an iced coffee and a gelato or a pizza, and it's at this old military bunker that overlooks Syria, right? And so you see this kind of thing uh, all over all over Israel. It's not unheard of in Israel for military equipment to just kind of be left out on the on the battlefield. Well, here in verses nine and ten, uh, the people will go out to these, you know, the equipment and somehow, it doesn't tell us how, but somehow they'll use that military equipment for fuel. Uh, Maybe the encampments of the invading military or something like that, we don't know. Uh, And we're told in verse 9 that the fire will burn for seven years as they burn this equipment. And that's an important detail that helps us to determine the timing of this invasion. We know that the invasion takes place in the latter days of this age because chapter 38, God told us it's going to be in the latter days. But when in the latter days will it take place? Well, verse 9 helps us to determine when exactly in the latter days it will take place. We'll have more on that later. 
So now we come to verse 11. And verse 11 to 16 describes the burial of the military dead that have, been, that have died on the mountains of Israel. Verse 11, it will come to pass in that day that I will give Gog, again that's the leader, a burial place there in Israel, the valley of those who pass by east of the sea. Look what it says. And it will obstruct travelers. Because there they will bury Gog in all his multitude. Therefore they will call it the valley of Hammon Gog. So they're going to bury the dead from this military invasion in a valley. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer requests with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. In Israel, and we're told that the burying of the dead will obstruct travelers. And we know what that's like living near D.C., right? To have some event obstruct travel and cause a detour and rerouting and congestion And add all this time to your travel and you try to go down to Washington, D.C. And man, you hit all kinds of traffic. That's what's going to happen here. This process of burying the dead, it's going to obstruct travel. And of course, for for observant Jews, they're not going to want to travel through a valley where there's dead buried. It would be, you know, ceremonially defiling for them. So there's going to be, you know, this obstruction of travel, detours around the valley, traffic congestion, all of that kind of stuff. And the name of the valley will be called Hammon Gog, which means the multitude of Gog. Multitude of Gog. For seven months, the house of Israel will be burying them in order to cleanse the land. So clean up from this military invasion and the burying of the dead will take seven months to accomplish uh, you know, the, the cleanup from the World Trade Center uh, took a little over eight months to complete. Just to give you kind of some comparison there. Verse 13, indeed, all the people of the land will be burying and they will gain renown for it on that, the day that I am glorified, says the Lord God. The, the day God delivered Israel would become a memorial day in Israel, a national day of celebration and remembrance when God showed his glory on their behalf. Verse 14, they will set apart men. Now watch what it says here. They will set apart men regularly employed with the help of a search party to pass through the land and bury those bodies remaining on the ground in order to cleanse it. At the end of seven months, they will make a search. The search party will pass through the land. And when anyone sees a man's bone, he shall set up a marker, put a little flag by it. till the barriers have buried it in the valley of Hammon Gog. 
So the invading army will, will fall on the mountains of Israel and that will make it difficult to recover the bodies and bury the bodies. The mountains of Israel are very rugged. Uh, and so they're, they're, what they're going to do, the government uh, will establish an agency to handle the search and recovery and burial of the bodies on the mountains of, of Israel. Now, for us living in the 21st century in the United States, it's easy for us to imagine the government establishing some kind of agency to handle this, right? It's easy for us living, you know, in the days that we live in, in the country uh, where we live, we, we take that for granted. If there's a natural disaster, for example, uh, that, uh, that we expect the state and federal government to send aid and to send in the National Guard and to send in FEMA and government agencies to help deal with that natural disaster and to help with the cleanup from it. Well, listen, you know as well as I do, not all countries have that kind of infrastructure. And not all countries have those kinds of resources to deal with a natural disaster. You know, you look at places like Haiti after an earthquake or after a hurricane. Some of the countries down in the Caribbean, they don't have any kind of infrastructure in place to deal with something like that, some kind of large-scale effort or cleanup like is described here. But Israel, in the last days, we're told they, they've got the resources and they've got the organization uh, to, to employ people to handle the cleanup from this invasion, which is an indication to us that Israel in the last days, it's going to be a prosperous nation. It's going to be an advanced nation in the last days. Uh, it, it's going to be a first world nation in the last days to be able to have these kind of resources to implement, to deal with this, which it is. It is. Uh, again, if we were living 150 years ago, uh, we would read this and say, well, Israel doesn't, Israel can't do that. It's this poor little nation that's barely inhabited 150 years ago. They, they, they don't have the ability to do something like that. But now they do. Now they do. Verse 16 so the name of the city will also be Hamana, Hamana, which means multitude. Thus they shall cleanse the land. And as for you, son of man, thus says the Lord God, speak to every sort of bird and to every beast of the field. Assemble yourselves and come gather together from all sides to notice what God says, my sacrificial meal, which I am sacrificing for you, a great sacrificial meal on the mountains of Israel, that you may eat flesh and drink blood. You shall eat the flesh of the mighty, drink the blood of the princes of the earth, of rams and lambs, of goats and bulls, of all them fatlings of Bashan. And that's an important clue there. Bashan is on the Golan Heights, which is in the northern part of Israel, the mountains of Israel. They're going to invade from the north. Uh, so it seems here they're only going to make it as far as Bashan. They're not going to make it off the Golan Heights uh, before the, they're destroyed by the Lord. Uh, you shall eat fat till you are full and 
Drink blood, you are drunk at my sacrificial meal, which I am sacrificing for you. You shall be filled at my table with horses and riders, with mighty men, and with all the men of war, says the Lord God. Pretty, pretty graphic description here. Uh, but the Lord God, you know, he describes this defeat as a sacrificial meal or a sacrificial feast. In verse 17, he calls it my sacrificial meal that the birds and the beasts will consume and they shall eat fat till they are full. There are going to be more corpses than the birds and the beasts can eat. Lovely thought, isn't it? (laughs) This picture that God paints here. Now verse 21, I will set my glory among the nations. All the nations shall see my judgment which I have executed and my hand which I have laid on them. Now the language God uses here when he he speaks of laying his hand upon these invading armies, the language he uses here is a picture of a sacrifice. When you would bring a sacrifice to the temple in Israel, an animal sacrifice, you would lay your hand on the animal uh, as it was being sacrificed. God lays his hand on these invading armies. These invading armies are, are a sacrifice that God Offers And God says here, look what he says, I will set my glory among the nations or I will display my glory among the nations. That's the whole point of this. So that God can display his glory among the nations. So that the nations can see his glory. And how will they see his glory? Through his judgment of these invading armies. Now the word glory in, in Hebrew, the Old Testament's written in Hebrew, uh, the, the Hebrew word is, is kavad. And the word means weightiness or heaviness. Uh, we, we use that word in the English language. We, we say things like, man, that was heavy. Or this is a heavy matter. Right, or th- these are weighty things. Well, that, that's, that's the idea of the word glory. When God says He will display His glory among the nations, He's saying He will display His weight, His, his heaviness, his, his power to the world through this judgment of these nations as He defends the nation of Israel supernaturally. And people will look on and say, whoa. Wow. You know, it, it, it grabs your attention because it's so heavy, it's so weighty. And so that he's going he's gonna to display His glory to the world, to the nations. Now that doesn't mean that the world will repent and turn to God when they see His glory. They're just, they're just going to see it and it's going to be heavy. It's going to be weighty. And they'll, they'll, they'll feel the weightiness of it. They'll feel the heaviness of it. But that doesn't mean they're going to repent. That doesn't mean that they're going to turn to the Lord for forgiveness. You know, during the tribulation period that will take place upon the earth at the very end of this age, the last seven years of this age, when God is pouring out His judgment, 
upon the earth one judgment after another after another for seven years upon the earth. It were told in the book of Revelation that the people on the earth at that time will know this is God's judgment. He asked me how I know and I say bring truer than the finest crystal. You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan as he teaches verse by verse through the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a prophet of God, and though he was faced with the difficult job of speaking hard truths, he also spoke of great hope. Even though the Israelites were constantly disobeying God, God was still faithful to them and offered a way of restoration. This is what Ezekiel so boldly proclaimed, and this is what God also offers to you. If you'd like to learn more about Ring of Truth, we encourage you to visit our website at calvaryec.com. You'll also find information about the church behind this ministry, Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. We have a heart for spreading the gospel message to all we come in contact with, and all are welcome to come and worship with us at our location in Columbia, Maryland. If you're ever in the area on a Sunday morning, we'd love for you to join us for a time of worship and Bible study. We'll study God's Word together and strengthen each other through prayer and fellowship. Come by and meet Pastor Dan and all of us here at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. For service times and location information, visit calvaryec.com or give us a call at 410-491-4592. Once again, that number is 410-491-4592. That's all we have time for today, but be sure to join Pastor Dan as he shares more from the book of Ezekiel on the next edition of Ring of Truth. It's true.